0: I'll, I'll never
1: forget this. I've you never said, singled you out. I've never singled you out.
0: Jahan, bro. you told me during the Michelle Indege Ocello conversation that my ears had not matured. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the B-Side. Isaac Jahan Arthur
2: The music snows. This is episode 31 of the Music Snobs podcast. My name is Arthur and I am your lead voice. Joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Scoop, Isaac, and Jahan. Guess who made the cover of Rolling Stone magazine in late July? Uh, that would be...
0: Yo girl. Well, oh, yeah. I like her. Probably.
2: Lana Del Rey. Who uh, is being hailed at least her album is being hailed, her second album called Ultraviolence, as a beautiful meld of pop, jazz, and blues that, uh, that's that's really getting her a lot of press, a lot of headlines, uh, New York Times coverage, Rolling Stone coverage, as I said, and I'm sure uh, all, the, all the major blogs, Pitchfork and otherwise. Um, But is it so i mean i've heard some backlash too about how it's just a manufactured sound and they're trying to make this girl into something that she really isn't by crafting some production um uh, uh, you know around the hype that she's been able to generate after her first first album uh born to die
1: this is is a third album bro this is a third album right the first album was lana del rey the second album was born to die technically
3: this could be a fourth album because if you count the paradise ep so yeah. this is, you know, it's really it's, it's really here nor there But I mean, okay, her first was an EP though, right? Yeah, which actually got pulled You know, after, because she first came out as Lizzie Grant.
2: Okay, so how much music does this girl have?
3: <laughs> this all goes to my point that all of this, what, to me, which is complete BS About her being manufactured and she's not really this This girl's put in work and she's been doing it for, you know, since she was a, a late teen In her late teens, especially not just in the studio, but as a writer um, she's I believe the first album was an EP that got pulled when she changed her name because she came out as Lizzie Grant right. right when the album was getting pressed basically or getting you know about to get pressed she changed her name to Del Rey with an R-A-Y not R-E-Y mm-hmm. and so I think that album cover had you know Lana Del Rey aka Lizzie Grant and that got pulled then it got reissued with all these other tracks on it as the um, Lana Del Rey album
2: okay okay okay
3: because I do split hairs I mean
2: I would not that an EP is not part of your catalog but I'm not I'm not counting an EP as an album
0: mm-hmm.
1: right no but this was a full album all right
0: okay all right he made a good point he he asked you know I I liked him further going to what you said about manufacturing you don't do you think the whole idea that manufacturing is bs
3: if you go back to when she kind of first appeared on the the landscape it was with that that uh video for video games which mm-hmm. was, you know, was, mm-hmm. that was a video that she cut and, you know, filmed herself with her MacBook on right. iMovie. And that got her a lot of YouTube fame. You know what I'm saying? So, and of course, it when all... it hit the way it hit, it got her a record deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you say get over here and play a video game. I'm in his favorite sundress, watching me get undressed, take a body downtown. I see you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss. put his favorite perfume on, go play your video game.
3: And so when Born to Die comes out, which when I heard it, I knew it wasn't gonna be the best music she ever made. It, was, it sounded like an artist trying to find find their sound, which it was. Uh, which you know ultra violence proves she got a lot of backlash it was like oh you know we thought you were this and now you're this you know what I'm saying so you must have been faking it and I'm like where does this come from when I look at this especially ultraviolence you can't fake this you know what I'm saying you can't fake the, these type of lyrics you can't fake everything she's doing is ba- basically the antithesis of what you would do if you want to become popular um And so it just, it makes me scratch my head when people say she's manufactured. I'm like, what about this chick is manufactured? She's doing everything you shouldn't do. Mm
1: -hmm. Is that true though? I mean, what's she doing that she shouldn't be doing? She's a very pretty white lady, signed to a major label, huge promotional machine behind her. She's got a lot of character. She doesn't do anything in the press or in the public eye that would jeopardize or sabotage her career. I'm not really following.
2: I honestly think we're looking at artist development. Which is yeah. points that that's we talked about. what I think, right? right. I'm with you this, on the same page. Yeah, Where which we talked about which how is what the audience doesn't have patience right. for artists to do We wanted that. We, we need wanted this that. immediately. We need this right now. And we need this to be the same thing at the same time. Lana is something that I'm hoping for um, Lord, honestly. I'm really hoping that Lord's follow up. I think LP, Lord is
0: going to be the problem that she's going to, that's going to be her roadblock. Mm-hmm. I think, road. I think your girl, Lord, has created a roadblock to where she can't reach, I think.
2: I, but see, I think I think that's true. If Lord's follow up is is to pure heroin, is pure heroin part two? Okay. If she can't grow out of that sound, because okay. I think L- Lord's got it lyrically that she can develop, you know, on a lyrically, but can she develop that sound? Mm-hmm.
1: I do think that Lana Del Rey is manufactured as an artist, but in the way that any pop mainstream artist is manufactured. I don't think it's better or worse. I mean, hipster runoff. I don't know if you've if you go to that blog, but you should go and have a look at what they've said about Lana Del Rey over her career. It's sort of semi-hilarious, but it's, it's very, very vicious criticism and accusation that she's completely manufactured by a label, etc. But you know what? Pop mainstream artist doesn't have a label hand on their or fingerprints on their record. You know, I, I don't think it's a big issue. Whatever.
3: I disagree with that completely because. I don't hear, when I listen to Ultraviolence, there is nothing pop about this album, this album at all. In fact, the guy, uh, the Black Keys dude, who Dan produced it, right. Mm-hmm. they had already made this music. They had started making this music. The label said, we are not going to give you any more money mm-hmm. unless we get Adele's producer involved in this. Adele. Mm-hmm. So they took the album to Adele's producer because, like I said, Lana at this point did not have that type of power to say no. this is what I'm doing. doing. So they took the album. Adele's producer was like, this album is is perfect. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't change anything. Mm -hmm. Of course, at that point, that's when the label switches. Like, oh yeah, it is great. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? As label execs are are prone to do. But if you listen to this album, listen to Ultraviolence. Now, Born to Die did have some, even though, it's still not a pop album it's still not a commercial no. album right there's more tracks on there that are a little bit more attuned to pop music or radio music but keep in mind she's never had a hit single except for uh the remix to uh video summertime I mean, sadness or, yeah uh, summertime video Sadness." video games you would consider that a well it was a hit youtube video but i'm talking about a hit u.s single okay. was the only one has been summertime sadness which the remix not the original mm. the remix which lana had never even heard before it was released right. So, but when you listen to Ultraviolence, there's nothing pop on this album. There's nothing radio on this album.
1: Oh, come on.
0: It's, I was introduced to her in a way that goes to what you're saying. I was introduced to her four years ago when the question was, is she too pretty to be an independent artist? So it goes, <laughs> seriously, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a story on the cover what of The a Reader question. here in Chicago. Mm. It was like, Jesus. it almost what goes to the question. point, like she can't stay an independent artist. So <laughs> it goes cute. to the manufacturing <laughs> thing that I see is like, they're trying to find a way because she's attractive, or they feel she's too attractive to be stuck
3: mm.
0: right here. You know, and they, maybe they try. That's
3: horrible. But they—that's so horrible. How do you take a chick who basically, in every video, commits suicide or talks about committing suicide, right. shows suicide? But well, it's almost like it's like what this this broad is like she's she's almost uh, kryptonite to, to record labels. Well, I just you know? can't but but, but, but is,
0: this, is this something they jump on as far as the popularity of, say, Amy Winehouse where they want this new dark mm, pop star maybe. and she could be the next one maybe. and she is attractive looking so let's try to they can make that pop. They can make it commercial because you have a good platform and Amy right there, she's just the next level of that.
3: But I would say hmm. even Amy had radio songs. Even Amy had, you know. And that,
0: that's the thing about it is that I don't think she's I think she's an independent artist. Mm. This goes to the thing about manufacturing. They're trying to manufacture her to be something more than just an independent artist. Mm. It, it's, it's, a, it's a company. It's a company co-op to try to take advantage of her looks. Mm. I, I agree think with that, that
3: Jimmy, uh, and I always mess up his last name. Iovine. Iovine, kind of stepped in because you know she's on Interscope and, and Polydor, but Jimmy kind of stepped in and realized, look, we can't really, you know, shape her. We have to kind of get out of the way. Because nice. she's, there's nothing, if we try to shape her, it's going to backfire. And by not shaping mm-hmm. her, you get ultraviolence. By not shaping her, you get her on the cover of Rolling Stone, even mm-hmm. though she is not, she still doesn't have a big hit off of this album. Mm-hmm. But the album itself, as a package, you know what I'm saying, is being well-received. Um, so I I just feel that this is an artist, you know, this, this is, she's one of my favorite artists, or, you know, I say new artists, but she's not a new artist, but ultraviolence and, you know, is one of my favorite albums of 2014. And she's my favorite artist right now, 2014, because she's done just what, you know, me and I think the rest of us have hoped for an artist to do is she evolved. You know what I'm saying? Like you just said earlier, mm-hmm. we saw the growth of her as an artist to where her vision has gotten articulated to the point where it sounds like nothing. There's blues influences, there's jazz influences, there's some hip hop, there's some R&B influences.
1: Yeah, and- I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it, bro.
3: It's so subtle many times that what it succeeds at is it doesn't become a homage. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take it and make it into a homage. It takes it to help it further the song. If you listen to uh, uh, Pretty When You Cry, there's a moment in Pretty When You Cry when she admits or she gets to a point of realization about her lover. She says, you don't come through. You never do. That's just what you do, babe. It's such a bluesy, beautiful moment because... If any any adult who's ever been in that situation where somebody you love lets you down, that's that's hurtful. But then it gets to a point when you realize that's just who they are, Mm -hmm. and she articulates it perfectly. You have to listen to it almost. I think it's better, like you said, Arthur, a couple times. You listen to it with headphones on because you hear her almost kind of whisper the lyric and just let it float. And that's her, and she does it throughout this album. And I'm just like, I was I was knocked off my feet when I heard some of these songs.
0: Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you, Han, the same thing too? What do you think she wants? Do you think she wants to be mad? Do you think she wants to just be, you know, what do you think she wants? It's
3: so interesting that you asked that and I'll let Jahan give his answer, but I read the Rolling Stone article it just came out and she, the guy asked her that question. She doesn't want anything. She said, she said she just, she doesn't want, I mean, basically that's what she says. It's called, you know, fl- flashback to that Nirvana episode. It's kind of like that whatever attitude. It's like, she's, I don't need to make money. I enjoy making music. Um, if I wasn't making money I would still do this I just want to she says everything I do is I do for myself I'm very selfish I make these songs because I like them and then she talks about how uh, she just makes the song she enjoys it and then she wants to make another one very simplistic you know point of view nothing grandiose nothing like oh I want to you know perform in front of this many people I want to none of that it's just about the moment
1: I've got no idea what she would want so I've got no idea I can't answer that I don't know what you're listening to, though. I mean, (laughs) firstly, I'm not saying that she made a pop record. I'm not saying it's poppy, but it is a mainstream album. And there's different levels of mainstream. But to me, this is not a fringe. What is mainstream about it? There's nothing specific about this album. I don't know what you're listening to when you say no. Jazz, tell, me, tell, blues, me is, nothing, tell me what is. Tell me what is mainstream about the what, album. What? Where is the jazz? You answer me that, bro. There's, the jazz, jazz, there's the jazz. There is jazz and blues. And there is there jazz any. and
3: blues riffs throughout the entire album. I'm not going to no, argue there with you about that one. No, there you go isn't. Back and there isn't. To it, you'll hear it. It's just factually. Tell there me isn't. what is mainstream about this album.
1: There's nothing. There's no decisiveness about this album to me at all. There's no. It's, I can hear this anywhere. I could hear it in a shopping mall. It's just so inoffensive. To me, I didn't dislike it. When I was listening to it, I didn't dislike it. I don't hear any jazz in it. I don't hear any blues in it at all. The one thing that I really took away from listening to it is she's trying really, really hard to not try hard at all. <laughs> that was the whole vibe to me.
3: No, I, I completely disagree.
1: I, I get Jahan's point. I get Jahan's
2: point about, and I'm paraphrasing, but that there's nothing remarkable uh, about this album. I And it, it, it affirms to me that the record company is giving her room to develop her. And, um, and that's something that we haven't seen, or at least that's something that the audience hasn't been exposed to for their generation that Lana's being directed to. But um, I do think that Lana could be great. I hear a lot of she's compared a lot with Fiona Apple. And I I don't think that's a correct comparison because from the standpoint of that, you know, she's got these dark lyrics. Yeah, well, it's not that's not really Fiona. I think Um, The
0: emotions between the two are totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I think the two totally different emotions. So
2: Fiona's standpoint is, look, I'm a mess and here's why and lana's not really coming at that you know i i hear much more of of um of tori amos in lana's lyrics and lana's music you know um the lyric that you had quoted isaac where she's talking about her lover there's a lyric that that tori does um in a very well-known song of hers called god where the lyric is uh god sometimes you don't come through do you need a woman to look after you Mm. um Another song that she does, uh, I believe it's um, uh, "In Me With a Gun," mm-hmm. where it's completely acapella, where she's singing about uh, a, a rape in progress mm-hmm. and a man that's on your back and how you feel and how you just want to, you know, it, these kinds of lyrics, these kinds of themes, where they're they're very personal, critical, um, damning mm-hmm. type lyrics, and I think that's I think that's more of of, of Lana's
3: voice. Yeah, I mean, my thing is that, you know, my kind of my judge as far as, you know, one of the things I judge music on is, you know, how much do you make me pay attention to you? So when I put on, uh, you know, SZA or Weekend in my office while I'm working, I can pretty much keep that on. I like the music, but I can keep it on without, you know, it disturbing Mm -hmm. my work because it's not demanding my attention. I tried that with Ultraviolence the first time I listened to it, and I I had to stop and listen because this is music that I cannot – you know, not pay attention to. I have it just demands my attention, and it started with the first song, "Cruel World." You know, I was listening to, "Oh, this is cool," but when it gets to "Ultraviolence," she, she's talking about, um, which I, I think is a, from what I read, is a cat. I'm not familiar with Cat Power, but it was a Cat Power. No, it wasn't a Cat Power lyric. It was some other group lyric, where it's from the '60s um, that she stole, where she says, "You know, you hit me and it felt like a kiss." I'm like, "What the fuck is she talking?" Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, and then you know, the next line is, "You hurt me and it felt like love." that stopped me and then I'm starting to listen to this and I get in the shades of cool and then west coast west coast which is the first single mm-hmm, which is a non-single because it, it slows down it's like you're listening to the verse and it's doing you know it's kind of a little bit of hip-hop drave dray then it gets to the chorus and it slows down and it's like how do you slow down you know what I'm saying who does that who slows down who slows down like, like that on the chorus but anyway this album demanded my attention and to me that made me kind of pay attention like who is this girl you know i i listened to born and die wasn't really struck like this um and that's why i give her a lot of credit because i like the evolution of the artist i agree with you i think she can be great i do disagree with you i think there is something remarkable mm-hmm. mar- remarkable about this album mm-hmm. um but i agree with you in the sense that yeah i think she is going to be great
1: yeah you know what isaac i I'll, i respect that i mean I'm never really listening. Whenever I listen to music, I almost listen to someone's lyrics more so as a flow than than as content or the words. And if if they say something that really hits me between their eyes, I'll notice it. If they say something that I think is horrific, I'll notice it. But mm-hmm. other than that, I'm not really listening as I would be if I were reading a book, for example. So I, I totally get that that her her lyrical content is is far better but i liked what i was listening to and then i just forgot i was listening to it no, you I see that's that.
3: that's how i get with scissor because scissors album which i've listened i listen to a lot because i like the album but i get the sense that with scissors like if i was going to have a dinner party which you know i i do often as you guys know
1: but, <laughs> <laughs> but if i would have a i never get invited he's so he's so cereal <laughs> <laughs> Cereal, cereal, and orange cave. juice, right? Oh, he, he has, he has an old wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, serious Cere- 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 series, apple juice is apple juice. No, orange juice, orange yeah. juice.
3: Yeah, I Alfred and uh, Alfred brings out the orange juice. But if I were going to do that, I would play Scissors music and probably maybe even a weekend. Because I know that it wouldn't disturb, you know, nobody's gonna. It blends in with the background to me. It's a, it's a nice vibe. Just, can you imagine whereas, putting the
1: weekend on at a dinner party?
3: Whereas ultra Well, the weekend I would have a problem because every song sounds alike. So it's like no, it's like you know, forty five minutes of the same song. The CD stuck. Right. But <laughs> to me, SZA, and I like SZA a lot. I, I like her a lot. But I think that she sounds the same to me on every song. She, her and Janine, or Janine, I keep calling the girl Janine, Janay, Janae, Aiko to me they sound better as background singers or chorus or they need somebody else they need to be in a group you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think that's one of the main failings of our, our current era nobody forms groups anymore with the exception of the internet
1: well it depends what you find interesting right i mean scissors and Janet's music has groove to it lana's does not and there is something about lana del rey's music which i feel i think her music would be better as a soundtrack i think i think she's almost born to make soundtracks for like david lynch films hmm. i could imagine driving around middle america going from some sort of small town to another small town and i'm talking about the small towns that are in like wild at heart or u-turn the oliver stone film cd kind of small towns with these terrible secrets I can imagine that and I can imagine Lana Del Rey's album playing and it fitting perfectly
3: with well, that. It's interesting as you say, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's interesting as you say because a lot of, you know, the press around her when they start breaking down her music, they say it's like, you know, noir, film noir, they yeah. say it's like old 50s. Yeah, you can
0: visualize that. it. And
3: the clips that she used for video games and some of her other videos. It is a lot of old footage cut in. Now, when I, I was I spent like ten, I spent like two weeks in LA recently, and I I did a lot of driving, obviously as you do in LA. And I was listening to this album a lot, you know, saying as, as while I was out there. So that's why and you it like was, it. That's why you like. No, it. I liked it before I went out there. That's why I was listening to it when I was out there because I was deep into it. But it does, you know, have a very cinematic quality to it. So when you when you're driving, the windows are down, and you know it's 75 degrees at night. It's beautiful, and West Coast is playing or. Uh, money power glory you know what I'm saying it does have that that vibe to it um so I, I get I get where John is coming from but I, I think as an album it stands by itself and I really look forward to seeing what she's going to do next if she can continue to because she really she she said she did what she wanted on this album here's you know what I'm saying how many
0: artists can say that now right and you don't get that too often but I think she built up she has such an underground presence. You know, and with this whole indie presence, that she did come with some power, especially if she's very comfortable about where she is right now. If she's not striving to try to reach somewhere, that gives you power because there's nothing a record company can do to you to hurt you because you're fine. You know, and especially if you come to the game with the that she had. You know, I th- what, what I want to ask is, do you think it would be the same with her if she didn't look the way that she did? You mean too pretty? Yeah, right. You know
3: what? Here's the thing. She yeah, is a great. Question. She is attractive, but hey, she's not the finest. My fine. Right, no shit. I, I agree, When I saw that, like I said, that's how I was
0: introduced to her, and I was like, okay. She's I didn't see what the whole big deal. I'm like, you can mm-hmm. be an independent artist, or, you know, in anything and be cute. She's okay. I didn't get yeah. that, but that's how they are thinking of her. Mm-hmm. Right. So I asked that question with them. You know, thinking if she didn't look the way they feel that she looks mm. like she's one of those cute girls that has features as opposed to like, you know, just really being good. Looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess her hair is she, good. She, her skin is nice. She's you distinctive. Know? She but has distinctive. Look. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you think if she didn't look like this? We'd be where we are with her.
1: She's a beautiful woman. I think she's a beautiful I, woman.
3: To me, I mean, like I said, she's attractive. I didn't, you know, I think to me her person, you know, her her music and what she you know, her talent makes her even more attractive to me. But to answer Scoop's question, are you talking about do I think she would have gotten the hate she got?
0: No, no, I'm talking about just right now, we'd be kinda of like would we be jostling juxtaposing about where her career is going to mm-hmm. go and what they're trying to do with it or if she's even being manufactured. Well, I don't
2: think she'd be pushed in the same way. That's I mean, kind of what I'm Do you think Like she, Alanis
0: yeah. more set? like Alanis Morissette the way
2: she looks and the way that Jaded Little Pill sounded that was like a great balance right. between you know nice looking and great album right Lana I think is an imbalance because I, I think Ultraviolence is a good album but I don't think it's a great album I mean uh, you know my, 24th, my 2014 pick is Little Dragons Nomuma Rubber Band
0: that's a whole to me that's album of the year and I haven't heard the album, but Little Dragon I love. I haven't heard it, but Little Dragon is ridiculous.
2: And it's the same I kind like, of thing, though. Okay. That it A group that's developed their sound that's been going on and going on. And mm-hmm. I think I think I think Lana is one album short of that greatness if she can keep this trajectory. You but, know. But, but I get what you're saying because like the antithesis of what I said like with like with Alanis, is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Like mm. Taylor Swift don't look as good as all these people making her out to her <laughs> at <laughs> all right, right, You know right. what I mean? But I mean she makes great music. But to answer great great Scoop's question, music.
3: I think the record label her record label would love to be to capitalize more on her her you know beauty they would love to be able to do that and say hey why don't you start dressing this way stop talking about you know suicide stop jumping off clips in your video you know what i'm saying yeah they would love that i'm sure they would as much love as ultraviolence is getting right now from i don't know what the sales look like mm. but as much love as is getting i'm sure they would probably record labels being what they are they probably would love for her to do more, you know, stuff that fits her or the way she looks. You know what I'm saying? But even the cover of this album, she's just in a white T-shirt, looking very whimsical. St- you know, standing outside of a car. Yeah, I'm sure I, that wasn't their pick. Yeah, I, you know, I think I think that our box production that that
2: routine. But she wouldn't
0: have. i she wouldn't have album cover <laughs> like Masha Ambrosius though. They're gonna have her face on the album Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: yeah. And you know, I think late nights, early mornings had her. You know, walking down a hallway half naked. I don't know what happened between that. Yeah, they, you know, they went the they weren't they're not going to let Lana have not have her face on the cover of the album. Um, but I'm sure this album cover right here probably wouldn't have been. Therefore, and in, in the interior of the album, the interior of the album doesn't even list the songs; it's just lyrics. See, you know I just what I'm think that she picked to, to match the songs.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. My thing is the reason I asked the question. I think that's her biggest fight with the label. I think that's going to be a bigger fight. Oh yeah, that's we can that, talk about all the all the all fight, the how she comes to the table in songwriting and music. She all this. Her biggest fight is going to be the struggle she has with everybody putting her looks in front of what she does. And I think that's going to be her struggle. She's going to fight that. Because in the time I've listened to her and read the little bit I have on her, she doesn't care about her presentation in the way that everybody else does. But that's going to be her biggest roadblock, her biggest fight, her biggest external struggle to try to find a voice in the music industry. And, and and you know, I, I, that's why I asked the question. Do you think that part of this manufacturing, if she didn't look the way she did, would we be having a manufacturing conversation about her?
1: No, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. And okay. you know why? Because this industry is a sexist, double standard industry. And that's the bottom line. Whenever a woman is beautiful, they're thought to be where they are because of their beauty. Right. Right. Not because of their talent, not because of their achievement. They're mm-hmm. thought to be there because some man has decided that they're attractive and said, Yeah, it's okay. Come on board. We'll allow you in. That's mm-hmm. why you're here. That's the only talent you could possibly have. You couldn't be here because you just made an amazing piece of work.
3: True that. And I think that. Um, Unless you're
0: Whitney Houston. <laughs> no, well, I, mean, that voice, I mean, she yeah, she came in as a model. She was pretty, but her voice just like really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah You yeah, have to really yeah. be able, you know, and whether you like her voice or not, you have to acknowledge that she, that became her looks and became. Once she secondary. starts singing,
3: you're not going to say, Well, you need to stay a model. Huh? You have to sing now. <laughs> so has, yeah. you
2: know, your yeah, looks you are secondary that, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, let's move to the round table. Uh, unless anybody else has got another final
0: thought. Oh, I do, but it has another. It's, I'm kind of disappointed. Very rarely on this show do we have a DO between Isaac and Jahan, a real DO. You're right. And they had one and they both were polite about it. I'm sitting here waiting, <laughs> like, oh, they about to go in on each other. I'm sitting there waiting. Like Jahan <laughs> took it easy on him. He took it easy on the, If it's me, I said I disagree. What you want? No I mean, y'all, nah, nah, nah. Call y'all, him out I mean, his name. No, no, what man, whatever, whatever. I mean, you have gone off on me on this show. Jahan is going off on me on this show. You all finally had a straight deal. y'all and y'all I were said, just
3: like, I said, I completely disagree with everything Jahan dis- just they said.
0: Were <laughs> respectful of each other.
3: I get you. I get you, bro.
0: Yeah, I get you. I get you exactly. And, and that's I was just like, doing. Jahan, Thank I know what yeah. you're saying. I'm a bro. Yeah, Hold
3: up. John Arthur yeah. just sounded just like you. Do that. He's like, I get
0: you, bro. And that's the way you all sounded. I'm like, wow! Here comes a D. I'm sitting Ugh. here. Oh, this is gonna be good. That's why I was so quiet. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the thing to jump off. So I'm. I'm yeah.
3: Blame blame it on uh, the cohabitation in London. It's whatever, like we, we broke broken bread nah, together. Nah,
0: nah. Really he not look. He <laughs> doesn't have ever? a problem going off on me. <laughs> I'm okay, disappointed. Okay, You know what? I wanted to do. You want, I
1: wanted a from now on, in, go do you, in. Want us, do you want us to go at it? No. I can go, we can go at no, it. No, it's not going to happen.
0: Look, I'm, I don't, I'm not, trying to, man- for, I'm not trying to manufacture anything. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to say, here goes something that was organic, and I was waiting for it to jump. I was waiting for the jump off, and the jump off never happened. Because
1: you, you've got, you got two superpowers with their finger on the button. We can push. <laughs> right. <It's> like, blow <laughs> up the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> then we got nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, You're blessed
0: all right let's get it in oh all right go ahead go go
1: go
2: round table this is a great question it's a hard question this is a great question what is the single most unanswerable question in music
3: this is we're we're never going to find this out we will never find out exactly what is in prince's vault period When he, when he goes God, And God forbid I don't even like Talk about this day Even though You know he, We're not on the best of terms With him right now But when it's his time He's probably gonna Take it with him For one thing Some kind of way I don't know how He's gonna do it But he'll take so that would with never... him We will never Get into the And this vault Has been rumored to exist and it's been it's been written about and you know oh it's got it's, all these it's, it's been photographed it's been photographed okay by you or by who I when, mean when I can't you, I, I can confirm or happened? deny it was myself <laughs> yeah. okay all right. you or John okay one of y'all um no John would have taken the vault so it must be John be still in the vault <laughs> <laughs> right. he would have moved in
0: <laughs> right.
1: I'll put the bathroom here I'll put the bed over here <laughs> Wait, <laughs> right right,
0: right making right. sure nobody sees the red light on while he's recording <laughs> right. everything in there <laughs> right
3: but um <laughs> yeah, I mean, this vault has been documented But it's like, I don't think we'll ever find out What, he just, he strikes me as that I'm, I'm sure he strikes everybody As that dude who's going to be like, no That's, you know, I'm, this is, in my will This vault gets destroyed when I go No Ooh. As you guys have told me Didn't you tell me Stevie Wonder has something similar to that?
1: It's in his will? Legend has it that he's written it into his will That when he dies, his, his vault is destroyed Yeah, That's mine you know what we need to do we need to do some like oceans 11 style heist <laughs> on that vault you know we need to take paisley park by storm at night in black turtlenecks it
3: probably wouldn't be that hard to get in there right now as hard as it was 20 get, years get, ago getting in
0: <laughs> is easy getting out whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: up yeah i think so I, I... I love tough questions. I, I may need to rephrase yes, this because it's, it's the it's one of those things where it's like okay, I just hit me. This is really what I need to ask. So, for me, for me, the single most unanswerable question is how did James Brown find the one? What is the one? The best explanation about and let me just for the, for the listeners that 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 are initiated, you know, the one was James Brown's secret ingredient to his music. It is what makes his music funky. The best explanation of the one that I've heard came from Bootsy Collins on Nelson George's documentary, Finding the Funk. And Bootsy, who played in James Brown's band, 1969 and 1971? 14 years old. Real young, he and his brother? Yeah. yeah. James was telling him how to play. And he said, boy, you can play whatever it is you want, but you got to give me that one. You got to give me that one you know and as long as you come back you play you know boom do boom 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 but the best example of the one that i can think of the most obvious example of it is for is um there it is boom boom dun na 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 boom boom dun na 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 so need a taste the right place doing your due do like you're supposed to be
0: give up trying chance run the game on me
2: Shifted the rhythm and bruise from from the one and three to just the one.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it how you say the one. Yeah, <laughs> the one, the one.
2: That's, that's <laughs> how Boosie says it. That's, saying, that's how Boosie says it. <laughs> it's like the one. Give me that one. You know what I mean? And and it's it's I have no idea how he discovered it. I have no idea why the one. Because honestly, I thought the two and four was more important than than than.
0: And it's not an offbeat. And you were wrong. It's, it's, and I was wrong. it's, it's, it's the foundation of rhythm.
2: <laughs> it's the foundation of which yeah. I
0: think is the which separates funk from like an R and B situation. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. really it's that one. And I don't even think if James was alive, even during his time, he never really defined it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, it's, he's it's, it. it's I think it's under, I think he's a great quick because it's you know what it's like the force. It's like the force Like Yoda You can't tell you What the force is well, But you know yeah, It doesn't it really right. need
1: A definition You know it when you feel it mm-hmm. Not when you hear it When you feel it mm-hmm. and, that, and, and that's the force Yeah that's
3: the force <laughs> That's the force that's, that's You know to me That separates Well I'm not I shouldn't say that It doesn't separate Black music from white music But to me That is the definition Of music You know what I'm saying well, It kind of does
1: though right It, it does You're yeah.
3: right it, It's really To me though More and more importantly It's the definition Of good art You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, a lot of stuff is indescribable about art, Mm -hmm. but you feel it. You know, it's like love itself. You you know it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can't. You may not be able to like say, okay, this is exactly what it is, but you know it. So maybe James knew early on this is undefinable, but I need you to find it. You know, when we do this song right here, you got to
0: find the one. Yeah, he is. I agree. That's that's when I've had a feeling because I was thinking it sounds like this is because that's something I don't think will ever be answered, ever be discovered, really. Yeah,
3: it's not, and like they may find. You know, it's possible you get in Prince's vault, but you're not going to find you know that one. You to so find the You went in so far,
0: and the only man that could tell you if you found it is gone now. So there's no way to validate it. So it's going to be unanswered for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe it's in the movie. <laughs> no, if it was in the movie, then if they
0: it off. if it was in the movie, they would have titled the
1: movie <laughs> the one, right? The one they, that would be it. Right. They, they should <laughs> have. That's, that's right. totally what they should have done. Right on the one.
0: Yeah. Whatever. So. <laughs> I right, I guess I'll go. All right. Um, the one I chose is trying to discover what the greatest or best sample is in any record like what's the greatest sample we can arguably say all right you know who we think the greatest singer is we can say who we think is the greatest piano player greatest bass player we can say who we think is the greatest
3: what is the greatest sample right. of all time well, can't say, answer that question right
0: that's what i'm saying you cannot answer what? that question like i said but you we can, we can connotate that in other genres in other areas of music we can go to songwriting and it's still subjective but this one I bet you it's an Isley
3: Brothers if there was if there was a definitive answer no it'd probably way. be an Isley Brothers no brother. but see
0: you're no gonna, it's, it's no gonna way. be argue no funky you know? drummer huh funky drummer no I don't way. think so God, what Jesus, I, I, no I, I, way I think, I think it may be the Not one close. Most that lends itself to be the most friendly but if you think of that, the ones I wrote down I was like the ones I struggled with trying to like alright here's the think about the Isaac Hayes sample in P.E.'s Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos true mm. alright mm. think of sliding and the Family Stones you know, uh, um Trip to Your Heart from LL Cool J and Marley Ma's Mama Said Knock You Out. Uh. Yeah,
2: okay, but I mean like me saying funky drummer is the fact that it's the foundation to so much hip hop material. Yeah, that but, d- but then you can get gotta into make it the best what of the greatest. It's like chicken. What is it's greatest. like you know what I'm saying? You can put funky you can put funky drummer on something and and, and you think it's a
3: completely different
2: song. Okay, what it's about, just like chicken.
0: What what about you'll appreciate this because you love Over Planets, the Art Blakey Horn sample. It I, I, like
3: I, I want to hear J's because this is this ought to be interesting.
1: What in your no, opinion? No, I mean I can't even. I can't even. Th- start. Just throw there's, one out there. No, I can't. I just I, I refuse to.
0: <laughs> no, because I'm saying if if you come with something, somebody come with something different. You're like, damn, I ain't think about that. You know what I'm saying? I forgot about that. Well, I mean, there are so there are so, so many. There's so many. It's to so me, it's got
1: to be clever. The thing is, you the the, the things that you guys are mentioning to me, mm-hmm. like the groove already existed in the sample. Oh, you mean it?
2: Like textbook examples.
1: I don't know. To me, it's not. To me, something like maybe something that you would never. To me, a sample is is beautiful or is most beautiful when you would never have heard that from the original. Like what? And you couldn't. And you couldn't have done it. You couldn't have done it. Your ears wouldn't have. Like what? Your ears wouldn't have wouldn't have heard that. And I think stuff like, for example, something like Shock G's Oregano Flow, Dilla's Running, Nag yeah. Champer Pete Rock's true master I mean mad li- uh, mad lib god it's unanswerable you can't do it okay. can't do it alright that changed
2: it. I mean that changed that changed I, the I knew, landscape it's too hard it's too hard. too
3: hard it's too hard I knew hard. if we let him like, talk long enough he would throw out an example yeah and that's my point is that that's why I think
0: it's unanswerable because <laughs> it's, it's it too unanswerable. much
3: it is but it's, I think what makes the question interesting is that because sampling is such a huge part of hip hop yeah, yeah. that's what makes it the is. question yeah. it, it makes it like you have effort. to talk about it like you it's can't just go, oh that's an answer we'll move along right. it's such a big part of hip hop that it deserves conversation right.
0: but I think Arthur came closest if you talk about the most used and the most impactful sample probably is that and you you maybe could throw Hermie Kelly's "Life dance to the drummer's beat which mm-hmm. is also a recreation of the you know drum break and funky drummer mm-hmm. but to single out one as being the greatest you know, or possibly the greatest and definitive conversation? I think that's an impossible question to answer. Yeah. To be up. definitive.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. uh
0: But it's just, you know, you get into how it transfers from different genres of music. But Jahan could go up and find something that, you know, Alchemist or Mad Lib or Dilla did that is so obscure, but yeah. so impactful. Yeah, exactly. You know, or the chopping it up. Mm-hmm. And Isaac exactly. and I could tell you, you know, what the Bomb Squad did. You know, it's not just one sample. It's a collection of of making multiple samples and chopping it up. Yeah. You know, that's why I think this question is, you know. No doubt.
3: Well, you think sampling will ever get the... Do that it needs to get as far as a skill. Yeah, it's an art form. Nope, not. I mean, I know deep in the hip hop community, well it it does, right? Yeah, deep, deep in the hip hop community. But I'm saying on a mainstream level, will it ever recognize the talent it takes to sample?
0: Nope, I don't think so.
1: We covered this a little bit during our disappearance of the black bands episode. It's much, much easier to sample convincingly without that much experience than it is to play an instrument convincingly without that much experience. But in terms of mastering it, in terms of mastering it, not just doing it, but hearing it in your head and knowing what works and hearing the chop before you've even chopped it.
0: Or to make something iconic be better than it was originally. Not, not, not just the, 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 the difficulty in chopping up and trying to find, but just taking something and making it better.
3: It would be a great documentary in search of the greatest sample. You know what I'm saying? That would be a great documentary. Looking for the perfect yeah. beat. Yeah, you looking know? for the yeah. perfect beat. Yeah. TMS documentary yeah. coming soon. Trademark.
0: It would be. And, and, <laughs> no, seriously. That would be a good documentary because you go to, you know, different producers who really crate dig and really get into, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, no doubt. What, and, and not just sample, but the use of the sample, you know, and then, but to have them have conversations, you know, because it goes from like what Jahan was saying, you can find very obscure stuff. To big stuff. There's a very simple sample, but the use of that sample... Yeah. You know, and and what I have in mind right now is like MC Hammer's use of Rick James Super Freak. Mm-hmm. Well, and Naughty
2: by Nature's ABC. Thank you. Exactly. For, yeah, uh, ABC, OPP. but
0: just something so... And you know exactly what it is, but take that to a whole nother yeah. level. Right. Yeah. You know, what Dre did to uh, Parliament's Let Me Ride on Let Me Ride. It's like, <laughs> damn, you take a song to another... It's you think it's simple to do, but it's not. And no, not at all. Then you get not to his argument. Okay, what makes this better? Mm-hmm. You know, if you can make something great, greater, is that better than finding something real obscure that nobody knows and you turn it into something? You know, you creating something, recreating. something? it's you know, it's an impossible question to answer. And that that that's just my that's my um that's my hat. That's my hat thrown in a bunch.
2: Um, Jahan.
1: Well, it's it's sort of in the same vein as scoops which is the most beautiful instrument of all time mm. Mm.
3: that isn't that's again that's subjective. But I would say the piano because it's the foundation of so much
1: mm-hmm.
3: most, probably... most most composers will tell you from what I've heard and John you can answer this but most composers mm-hmm. will tell you that they can they you know if, if all else fails they can always go to the piano and compose on the piano
1: yeah
0: if it's limited I would say the violin
3: such wow. a European answer but I, I, think, <laughs> I, say, I, think, I think
0: violins To so many songs To me They add a richness To records That just No other instrument Can Not The range is not there But just the, the, Just what you can do It just adds a richness and, oh, and that's beautiful to me
3: But I feel I feel ashamed of us though Right now Because It's the drum The drum is the foundation Of everything No it he not?
0: said beautiful though Beautiful He said the most beautiful That's what his word so the most most beautiful. Beautiful. I, could,
3: I could twist it to that The drum It all goes back to the drum Oh yeah Everything starts with the drum you know, spe- uh, specifically well music in general, but specifically with black music, but yeah, with music all over. It starts with the drum, right?
2: Yeah. I'd say I I, I believe the flute. I think the
3: flute. Good answer. Such a thoughtful mood this week. I mean there's a good th- answer. <laughs> yeah. Poet, good beauty answer. Today.
2: That's beauty to me. That's that beauty to right. beauty. Beauty. And, and there's there's a different in the different types of flutes. Exterior. I mean, you know, they flutes come f- Eastern music have influence on Eastern music, western music.
1: Mm. Um, African music South African music Latin you know what I mean you know why I think this is truly unanswerable is because I don't think you can separate in, in judging an instrument's beauty I don't think you can separate an instrument from the musician that plays it uh, no I agree yeah, I that's, agree
0: that's, that's,
1: that's the most poignant shit you've said <laughs> <laughs> ever because I think a piano in Herbie Hancock's hands it's very, very different to a piano in Jerry Lee Lewis's hands. Good point. That's, that's, a that's, that's a great point. A flute in Bobby Humphrey's hands is
0: different than the flute in the and guy you, who played it, for Dazz band. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eric Leeds. Yeah. Eric Leeds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Incredible. Mm. Ooh. Xylophone. Yeah.
0: Sticks. Oh, xylophone, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're, we're kind of like um, basically um, stereotyping beauty with being a softness to it. In yeah, a L- and yeah, and, yeah
2: yeah yeah right delicate yeah let me put it let me put a lid on this internets <laughs> the show's done
3: <laughs> niggas turn it off wow <laughs> why are you still listening <laughs> why are you still listening <laughs>
1: beautiful and delicate this ain't
0: nothing but the end follow me
2: into the sun and let your soul be free this has been episode 31 of the music snobs podcast my name is Arthur, and I thank you for listening to us. We are online at themusicsnobs.com. The full show library streams at soundcloud.com slash themusicsnobs. Our Twitter handle is Total Music Snobs, and our In The Mix series can be found on mixcloud.com slash Uh Show notes on Flipboard on your iOS, Windows, phone, and Android devices. Thank you.